and welcome to the very first episode of The Happy Half, a half hour weekly podcast to share personal things that have made me and others happy and to shout out some of the happy things in the news. For those of you that might not know me, a little quick introduction. My name is Heather Conda. I'm 23 years old and I am an actor, singer, musician, wannabe dancer, dog lover, avid tea drinker and many other things and I'm currently living in my hometown in Oxford. I'm really excited and also a little bit nervous to start this venture but before I say anything else I do feel it's very important that I just take a moment to acknowledge the current climate. I really want this podcast to come across in the right light. I'm absolutely not saying guys let's just be happy about everything We should not brush over or ignore anything that has been happening recently. And I myself would not feel comfortable releasing this podcast without saying that we need to continue the efforts that we have been making and Black Lives Matter today, Black Lives Matter tomorrow and Black Lives Will Always Matter because what's happened with regards to the movement has been long overdue and I have paused to listen, learn and unlearn and there is so much to be done. I read this beautiful quote by Maya Angelou and it said, we need joy as we need air. We need love as we need water. We need each other as we need the earth we share. And I just thought that was so beautiful and it rang true with me and made me think that we do need joy and we need to love and value one another, particularly in such a difficult time. So the idea behind the podcast is to basically share some joy and happiness because, you know, we're living in a global pandemic and we need more of a reason to smile right now. So hopefully, yeah, I can use this platform to share good things and good news, as rare as they might feel, or even as tiny as they might be. So here we go, this is the first episode. So do grab a cuppa, maybe a nice chamomile tea, maybe a chocolate hobnob, or two or three, or the whole packet, you know how it is with hobnobs. And hopefully you can just relax and listen to me ramble about good things from the past week. I'm speaking like there's loads of you listening and it's probably just my mum because she's my number one fan. But even if it is, I'm going to do it anyway. And here are some really happy stories from me and from others and even from the news. So enjoy. I thought I'd kick off each podcast with some of the happy things from my week. So here are my weekly three, the top three things that have made me happy this week. So the first thing is picnicking. I am loving picnicking, either with my family or socially distanced with friends. I know the weather hasn't been the greatest over the past few days, but we had such a beautiful period about two weeks ago. And I think it's on the way up again. And I absolutely just love going on a picnic. My family and I went on one on one of the bank holidays, actually, that was a little while ago. But we found this really isolated field and spend the afternoon lounging in the sun and eating. And just a big shout out to picnic food because I love chips and dips. Who doesn't love getting a Dorito or something and dipping it in that guacamole? Amazing. And also love strawberries. And apparently I read that strawberries this year are far sweeter than they've ever been before, owing to the fact we've had such a warm spring. So there's a positive for you all. And also, um, speaking of picnics, I had a social event the other day. I know, very big news. 
So I went round to my friend's garden, who doesn't live too far away, for some socially distanced pims and pompers. What a combination. To be fair, I absolutely love pims. Oh, so good. And, you know, who doesn't love pompers? Childhood relived. But it was the most sighting kind of social event in my calendar in about three months. And I had the best time catching up with a really, really, really good friend of mine. And I even decided I'd be really extra. And I put on a bold lip and some perfume to leave my house. I hadn't left my house in a car for a very long time. So yes, I looked very glam driving the 10 minutes to my friend's house to go and sit in her garden. But it was just so nice. And I'm definitely learning to appreciate the little things. And seeing people in real life is just amazing. I've really come to realise that I miss faces and hugs. I didn't hug my friend, but I really wanted to. And I never thought that I was like a huggy person. Um, I did that five love languages thing that was circling a little while ago. And physical touch came up fourth for me. But I think things have changed. Times have changed. And I think I now really crave physical touch. So I can't wait to give everyone a big hug when we are allowed to. So yeah, picnicking. That was quite a long story. But picnicking was the first thing I could think of for the past week. And then another thing which has made me really happy is reading. So at the start of 2020, I made myself a few resolutions. And I tried to keep them realistic, like I was not going to give up chocolate or anything really impossible. But one of them was to read 20 books. I also said I'd go to the theatre 20 times and go on 12 dates. But I will not mention those because those are not happening. But one of the best things about this time is that I've had more time to read. So far, I think I've read 13 books, maybe 14, and a mixture of fiction and non-fiction. And it really helps me to switch off in the evening. So anyone who knows me will know I am well acquainted with insomnia. We're good friends. So I'll often clock up from like a Zoom call quite early. I'm quite a granny. And I'll just go and read and um, switch off that way. And I particularly like reading fiction at night. So this week and for the past few weeks, I've just finished reading Girl, Woman, Other by Bernadine Evaristo. Ashamingly, I know I'm very late to the party. But the book follows the lives of 12 women and their connected stories. And honestly, the writing style is so beautiful and really unique. The sentences kind of merge into each other in this free-flowing form and it makes it quite poetic and it's really easy to just forget yourself. I accidentally stayed up very late the other day reading it and I kind of nursed this book hangover the next day. I was just so, so tired. I mean, it's better than a regular hangover. would recommend it over the alternative, but it was just a brilliant book. I would definitely recommend. And I found out because she tweeted about it last Thursday, that Bernadine Evaristo is the first female writer of colour to top the UK fiction paperback chart. So we need to get some more on there. Another fantastic book, which I've also been raving about for a while, I didn't read this recently, but is Queenie by Candice Carty-Williams. So definitely read that and check that one out as well if you haven't already. I know loads of you have, but it's an amazing, amazing book. So well worth reading or reading again. I really hope I've said these authors' names right. Speaking them out loud, you sometimes think you doubt yourself. But anyway, they are amazing. And I've been loving reading this week and reading lots of it. And then 
the third thing which has made me really happy this week is finding TV which I can watch with my family. I know that sounds a little bit odd, but it's actually surprisingly challenging. I'm so lucky because I'm back in my family home and for various reasons I'm going to have to stay here for a little while and we're really close as a family and my sister's also home because she's meant to be at university but that means that I'm spending more time with them and in the evening at about nine o'clock when we finished our jobs and our work for the day we all like to sit down in front of the tv maybe with a glass of wine and watch something together I know, very close family there. But the problem is that there are very few things that I love to watch with my parents. So like, I tried watching Normal People with my mum, which was just a mistake. Like episode one was fine, but then I just couldn't sit through episode two. I just felt really uncomfortable. Like my mum was like, Heather, we're adults. It's fine. Stop worrying. Why are you awkward? Oh my goodness. But it's just not the same, you know? Like, I just, in the end, had to watch it by myself in my room because it was the best, most amazing programme. But it's just one that you don't really want to watch with your mum, in my opinion. Also, really random fun fact, but Connell's chain, which has something crazy like 173,000 Instagram followers or something. Well, it was apparently from Argos. Argos. I'm just imagining, you know, Paul Meskell in, in his days turning through the Argos catalogue and then circling that chain and we're like oh yes I like that one and little did he know that he was going to be a global phenomenon and that chain would be very famous but anyway that was a tangent but there we go back to the point which is that I struggle to find something that me and my family all really enjoy watching like a bit of light relief in the evening we really struggle to find something until this week when we randomly decided we'd watch My Family. Yes, My Family. Not Modern Family, but My Family. Which is the one with Zoe Wanamaker and Robert Lindsay and it's from like way back when. I think it was created before my sister was even born. And it's very rogue. But it made us all laugh. I think it's because it's about a family living in this house so we can resonate. And there are 119 episodes. So I'm thinking we should be good for a little while. But there we go. My family is what we've been watching this week. So those are all the things I've been loving this week. It's been obviously a very up and down recently. And those are just the things that made me smile. So I thought I'd share them. So this is Stories from Others. I really want to use this podcast as a platform to share other people's good news and to celebrate with them, whether it's a big thing or a really small thing. And I tried to think of a catchy title for this section and thought it's basically the opposite of a problem shared is a problem halved. But a happiness shared is a happiness doubled just doesn't have the same ring to it. And it sounds super weird and cheesy. So I'm still working on that one. This is nevertheless a section where I want to share some stories from people who've written in. I did a little Instagram post quite a while ago now just saying, oh, I have this idea. Does anyone have any good news that they'd like to share to kind of raise spirits? And a few people got back to me and I would love to share in order to bring some joy. So the first piece of news I want to share is from Becky. At the beginning of lockdown, she started a little venture to make musical theatre scrunchies out of material she'd bought online. 
So there's ones from like Six and Dear Evan Hansen and various other very famous musical theatre shows. And she's bought fabric online and she's made them into scrunchies. And what started as a small thing has now become its own boutique shop and it's called Scrunchies for Theatre on Facebook. And so far she has raised well over a thousand pounds for acting for others and the actors fund and she's splitting her profits between both of them and she's really enjoying making them and she's raising loads of money at the same time and apparently there's even a scrunchie with heathers on so I'm definitely going to be investing in one of those oh uh, heathers is a musical by the way and just for anyone who didn't know that it's not me being really arrogant and I don't know wanting pictures of my face on a scrunchie or something weird it is actually a musical and it's amazing so check out Heathers if you don't know it I'd love to be in it one day but I'm not sure if it's my vibe or not I'd love it we'll see but anyway it's really wonderful of Becky to have made these scrunchies and thank you Becky for sharing I mean acting for others and the actors fund are such important charities at the moment as many of you I'm sure will know they're obviously dear to me as well and important for helping those in this artistic industry because as you will all be aware theatre is facing very severe challenges and difficulties at the moment and we need to do everything we can to support theatres, creatives and artists and to make sure that when all this is over and we can get back to a sense of normality theatre comes back bigger and bolder than ever before and everyone's rushing to the theatre and we've managed to maintain them and have the resources to keep everyone entertained so thanks for raising money for them and great news so thanks for sharing and then the next story to share is from someone who's written in anonymously to say that she went to a garden center for the first time since lockdown and it has made her weak she bought some lovely pink and red geraniums for her garden and the garden has never looked so nice since she's actually had time to focus on it and be in it even in the rain, because it's not been as nice recently. But I couldn't agree more. The gardens are definitely getting a lot of love at the moment. I know for a fact that my parents are obsessed with gardening, literally in every spare hour they have. I almost feel a bit sorry for my dad, really, because at the weekend or on a day off or whatever, mum will be like, come on, let's go into the garden and we'll um, paint the the garden chairs and then we'll uh, do the hedge and then we'll pull this tree down. And um, we'll plant all this stuff. And yeah, it looks quite exhausting. I I feel bad I haven't really done any. But even in the rain, they're out there. And the dedication is real. And I feel like a lot of people are like that. I've spoken to quite a few people who have been doing a lot of gardening as kind of a nice hobby to have. Everyone's also buying things for the garden. I read in, I think it was in the week, that hot tubs are at an all-time high. I think hot tub sales are at 490 percent I read which is fair enough I mean I'd love a hot tub so if anyone has a hot tub I'm very jealous and I hope you're making the most of it there's also something quite nice about sitting in a hot tub in the rain I feel like that's quite a vibe so I hope you've been doing that as well but anyway I digress I digress the point I was making is that a lot of people like this person who wrote in have been really enjoying their gardens and getting lots more plants and I've learned definitely a lot more plant names over the past kind of few months or so my dad loves researching plants and different species and every time we go on a walk we go past this specific wall and on it there's a plant and my dad will be like what's the plant and every time it's like it's an ivy leagued toad flax he's obsessed with it and he thinks we're going to forget the name but ivy leagued toad flax 
is not a name that I'm going to forget. A bit random, really. And I've also learned other plant names. There's one called a corn cockle, and there's one called a cow vetch. Apparently, it's a common thing, a vetch. I didn't know this. I thought that these names sounded more like something from like the burn book in Mean Girls or something. But no, they are common plants. So I'm learning a lot. Lockdown is making me much more intellectual. My general knowledge is through the roof, what with Zoom quizzes and plant names and having just generally more time. So yeah, that's positive. I've kind of spoken a lot about many random things just then. But the point was that people are enjoying being in their gardens. So thank you for that. And then the third piece of news from others that I really want to share is that a few people have really recently finished their finals. Woohoo! Claire has just finished her finals for Manchester and she celebrated by having a socially distanced barbecue with four of her closest home friends. And she said that the Prosecco was a flowing. Obviously, you need some Prosecco and it needs to be abundant. And I hope you had a hugely wonderful celebration, Claire. I remember finishing my finals and oh my goodness, I was so relieved. In fact, I don't think I could do them again. And I remember being like, I'm going to go wild. And I was just so tired. I don't know about you and amazing if you guys have finished, but it's a tiring old thing. I just was like needed to sleep for three days. So even if you've just slept, guys, having finished your finals, that in itself is a celebration. Maybe not the one you were hoping for, but hopefully celebration round two can happen when we get back into the big old world and we can socialise and have a really, really good time. But I do hope that you've all had a nice time with your family or with whoever you're living with. And there has been some popping of champagne. I'm spraying you with virtual champagne and huge well done. And you can live now in the knowledge that you'll probably never have to write an essay again. I mean, I haven't and I don't think I can anymore. I think those three years of hard work, not sure I could do that again. But yes, really well done. Loads of people have finished finals and even bigger well done for doing it from home because I don't imagine what that would be like. But woohoo, reason to celebrate. So that's loads of really positive things that have been happening to people in the past week. And thank you for writing in. As I say, I'd love to hear more people's good news. So please do message the happy half on Instagram or you can hit me up on Twitter. My actual handle for my personal account is Heather J. Conda. Should you want to follow me there? That's a cheeky plug, isn't it? It sounds kind of like I'm hoping that people will slide into my DMs. That's really not not what I was saying. Although actually, I mean, if you did, that could be some good news right there and might liven things up a little. But thank you. Yeah, please do get in touch with some good news. Believe it or not, there are some positive things in the news. So I'm going to shout them out and we don't often hear about them. And if we're honest, at the moment, it is quite difficult to find positive things being broadcast. So I wanted to share what I found. And actually, once I started looking for good news, it was surprising how much stuff came up. And some of it was so bizarre and weird, but made me laugh. But also some of it was serious and just genuinely really good. So I want to let you know what I found. One benefit to come from everything going on at the moment, with regards to COVID at least, is that the housing secretary has promised to make 3,300 homes available for vulnerable sleepers within a year to prevent them from having to return to the streets after we're through the pandemic. 
Around 5,400 rough sleepers have been moved into hotels or similar over the past few months in order to get them off the streets through a programme called the Everybody In programme. And it is certainly the goal, fingers crossed the goal is met, to keep many of them from having to return. And £160 million of the rough sleeping services budget is being brought forward in order to aid this. Also, little side note, but I read a really nice story um, and it was about rough sleepers that have been doing acts of kindness as a thank you to the hotels that they've been housed at. So one hotel in Worcester has 45 homeless people there and they've been staying there for a couple of months and they've been keeping the kitchens open and feeding them really well and they've been having a little community almost. And some of the people staying there have wanted to kind of say thank you. And a man named Eddie Bolt, for example, has just built a brick wall and a patio for the hotel, which looks amazing. And he said he'd been really well looked after and he wanted to give something back. And it was a really nice article and it just kind of showed human kindness and how we all need to support one another. And hopefully following the pandemic, we will continue to do everything we can as a nation to support those who are sleeping rough or homeless and give them more of a support network so that they have a better quality of life which is very important for us to achieve so that's obviously a really good and promising thing to have come out of all of this and hopefully we can keep it up so that's great and talking about acts of kindness one man in the village of Denchworth which really isn't far it's in Oxfordshire and so it's not far from me has been paying for all 171 residents of the village to have fish and chips every Friday delivered from the local pub. One man has been paying for that many people. Amazing, they're all getting free fish and chips, which is just so nice. I mean, it must be so much money, but it's a lovely idea and it keeps the pub going. It's called the Fox Inn. So it's keeping them having revenue and it's keeping morale up in the village. So that's just such a lovely thought. But on the flip side, apparently more recently, he is also now offering £100 to any resident who manages to lose weight. So although he is obviously an incredibly generous man, he's obviously also quite clever because, in my opinion, if you're eating fish and chips every Friday for three months, it's going to be harder to lose weight. Maybe he's realised this and he's like, oh dear, I, I need to keep everyone's fitness level up, so I'll just offer some money for this as well. But amazing really and also the community spirit in Denchworth must be off the wall and I'm quite jealous would love that over here oh good fish and chips right now would be really nice another thing is that it's pride month so happy pride to all the incredible LGBTQIA plus people that I know in my life and everyone I don't know as well maybe there's some of you listening who I don't know I think you're all wonderful and I'm a very proud ally and I really hope that you can celebrate virtually and I've seen that there are some amazing events lined up. And Pride Month itself wouldn't exist without black trans women and it's been 51 years since the Stonewall protests and a fund was actually very recently set up called the Exist Loudly Fund for Queer Black Young People in London So do go and check that out. It literally has been active for only about two weeks, this fund. And as I'm recording it, it's already raised something crazy like £80,000. So that's amazing. And let's just keep getting it more and more and keep supporting and doing everything we can. So go and check that one out. And yeah, happy Pride. 
absolutely share the love. So there we have it. Some positive news to hopefully brighten up your day. There's actually a lot more I could have mentioned, but half an hour of me chatting to myself went really quickly. And I'm also wary that I've got to edit this and I've yet to edit anything like this. And I think I'm not going to enjoy listening to the sound of my own voice over and over again. And I think I have a horrible feeling that I'm going to be like, is that me? Do I really sound like that? I bet I sound posh. Everyone says I'm posh. And I'm always like, no, 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 I'm not. But you know, love who you are, guys. Love who you are. But thank you so much for listening. I hope it's at least made you smile. And I mean, well done for making it to the end. If you're still listening, thank you. Amazing. You've listened to me prattle on. But yes, please do get in touch on Instagram or Twitter if you want to share any good news. And all that's left to say is a big thank you to my wonderful friend Jacob for writing the intro music and to Silver Persephone Art for realising the fabulous design. She's still taking commissions actually to raise money for BLM. So go over to her Instagram account and have a look. She's a very talented lady. But I hope you all have a very good week and you stay safe and well. And hopefully I'll be back again next week. Bye for now.